Hey, all you holistic hipsters out there, it's that time. So grab your chalice of choice and sit back and sip along with us. We would love to welcome you to the Tea Podcast, where we spill the tea on all things holistic in the pet grooming industry. Let me introduce you to our hostesses with the mostesses. She is the socialite of skin and coat care, Ms. Michelle Knowles. And the queen bee of all things oily, Ms. Melissa Conti-Diener. Brought to you by TheOilyGroomer.com Are you searching for a new and more mindful way of grooming? Interested in understanding how to grow your grooming business with a more holistic and organic approach? Please contact Melissa Conti-Diener at TheOilyGroomer.com so that you can set up a meeting and bring balance and prosperity to your life. And AllThingsPaw.com Intermediate and advanced courses in pet esthetician work, fear recovery, animal handling, and more. Get your learn on with all things paw. Also, classes with Melissa, online and self-guided, intuitive energy work, transitional therapy, and compassionate touchpoint therapy, and more. And the Herbal Paw Pet Apothecary. Tailored for the individual pet, phone consultations, history gathering, and the home of the Herbal First Aid Kit. Now, let's get this tea party started. Yay! Hello. Hi, Miss Melissa! Guten Tag! Guten Tag! Or uh, African Jumbo. That's how they say hello. So I'm such a linguist. I love it. <laughs> how are you this fine morning, Michelle? I'm a, little, I'm a little sleepy, but that's all right. That's all oh, right. I, I had a good night's sleep, and I didn't want to let go of it. <laughs> I'm actually podcasting in my pajamas. So yes, <laughs> that's the best. That is the best. That's that's always nice when. Uh, um, I separated myself from a, a, a project, a home project to jump on here and do our podcast. And then I'm going back to uh, wallpapering my hall bathroom. I love that. Me too. I love a crisp new look. Me too. I need a new look in there. So <laughs> it's about time. Yeah. So uh, what what do we have going on today? First of all, what's in your teacup? What's in my cup? Yeah. I'm going for a traditional November blend. Uh, it's basically just tangerine and clove with a base of raspberry. So, Oh, nice. Something Very yummy, nice. something to soothe the soul, something to heal the the trauma. Yeah. <laughs> we all have trauma. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do with wallpaper. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Cover up the trauma with pretty Cover wallpaper. Up the wall. Cover it up with wallpaper. Why not? <laughs> Well, what do you I, have in your cup? Oh, I didn't show you my cup. I didn't show you my cup. This is oh, a, I love that. Choose love. Choose love. That's a beautiful cup. Yeah, that's nice. And it's on both sides, too. Aw. So 
So I can see it and you can see it. Yes. Oh, there you go. I, All right. I was I was gifted by Erin, our uh, fervent supporter, that um, now she's prone to giving gifts, which that makes her one of my best friends now. Erin <laughs> Fink is also my assistant for when I, I travel. Erin <laughs> is the best. Yes. She is an amazing woman, an amazing groomer, an amazing manager, and an amazing assistant. She and keeps an amazing together. human being, yes. I have to say. She gets bonus points for buying me presents. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I especially love Erin because she thinks of me when she is shopping at Ross and just oh, yeah. out there soothing her trauma with retail therapy. It's so true. It's <laughs> true. It's all true. So she has purchased this lovely mug for me with a crown Look on the top. Look at that. Because you're Melissa, you're the bee. I'm the queen bee. And my name actually means, in Greek, means honeybee. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is this is a big thing. I am, I'm very um, prone to uh, collecting things with bees on them. I have an affinity for it for that reason as well. But Aaron is. I, I couldn't think, possibly think of a mug that would suit you better. I know. This it's got a bee on it and, and a crown. Are you and kidding me? And she said, I can warm cookies in it. Oh my gosh. She was like, You can warm your cookies in there. I was like, Oh my God. If I didn't love you already, I would just right. explode with how much I love you right it's now. True. She's and then amazing. I took the crown off. And it literally, I, I don't know, I think you guys could see it, but let's see if I could be. It says Queen Bee inside. <laughs> I love that. So it's actually <laughs> printed inside that says Queen Bee. So this is the quintessential perfect cup for me. And inside, let me put my, let me put my crown back on. Inside, one of my favorite teas um, is a brand called Puka. And it's P-U-K-K-A, and they they are organic. This is called Black Current Beauty, mm. deliciously deep purple organic fruits to help you glow inside and out. I want to glow so, on the inside. Oh my god, this is so good! And <laughs> I am a, I am a huge fan of licorice. I love licorice root. Yeah, um, I love Black Current. It's got orange peel. It has fennel. Mm. So Ew, fennel. Fennel's hard for me. Oh, I love fennel. Fennel's hard. Yeah. So this is a good one. I like this one a lot. I just have to, it's very deep and very purple, like very deep with color, very purple. Right. I can imagine so, it's a rich tea. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's very, Antioxidant very rich. and whatnot. So that's, that's what's in the cup today. Let me remove my crown. So good I choice. Good choice of cup. Good choice of brew. Yes. And I have had that cold and I've had that hot because I, mm. depending on, on the day and my hormones, I'm mm. either cold or hot. So mm -hmm. <laughs> we it's have to true. adjust those things. So what are we talking about today? This is oh. our second uh, podcast for November. Of 2023. Uh -huh. Yes. So we are talking about, oh, everybody's going to love this one. It's, it's, it's appropriate. And frightening, but necessary. Oh, I thought we were out of spooky. Bam! Oh, groomer, groomer fight, fight club. Keeping, Keeping the, peace. the peace. Yes. What do you the think about Nobel that? Peace prize of of groomers. 
needs to be <laughs> needs to be an award that we have to champion here. <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen, and everything in between, Groomer Fight Club is happening around us as we speak. Yes. As we speak. Yes. It yeah, happens yeah. every day. Sometimes there's a lull and then somebody will get a wild hair and it'll all explode all over again. And I think you know exactly what we're talking about. Not who, but no. what. It's what? Groomer Fight Club in on the, the social media groups. Holy cow. Holy cow. Yeah. I, I mean, well, just in the past week, I've seen so many different explosions of... Uh, opinions and emotions attached to those mm -hmm. um, where it literally becomes a free for all. Oh, it's crazy. And it just, it feeds on itself once oh, it starts. Yeah. And then other people are like, you know, calling for blood over some yes. small infraction that just everybody explodes. And you know what? Every one of us has made a mistake. Every one of us has maybe handled not so well in some situations. We're human. We're doing the best we can with what we've got at any given moment. Um, we won't tell, we won't talk about names or individual issues that are happening because no. this is something that's pervasive in our industry. Yeah. I don't uh, think it's a singular thing. It isn't because if it's not one thing, it's another, right. it could be, it could happen to anybody. It could happen to, I don't care if you've been grooming for forever. I don't care how many credentials you have. I don't care. You know, if you've only been grooming a week, somebody somewhere is going to start something and it just goes on and on and on. Yeah, it just is. Um, it's just the fact that there are so many. When we make the choice to post things on social social media, when we make that choice, a lot of times we just think, "Oh, this is funny," or you know, "This is just me saying what I do." Especially if you are somebody that wants to post your opinions on the industry, or you want to post how you do things mm -hmm. um, or why you do them. And you think that you have this little tiny microcosm of a, um, of a, a society watching you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a, just a small amount of people watching you. Right. But that's so untrue. Mm -hmm. Because if you have a public page where everybody. There are thousands they of may people. Not, yeah, they may not be interacting with you, but believe me, they're watching and they're reading and they're so. They're seeing not only what the issue is, but they're seeing how those two people handle it. And they're seeing yes. how their followers handle it. Uh, I think that's more important than anything, especially uh, when you're just there to enrich the industry. And maybe you have a neat idea or maybe you just asked a question. And literally, I cannot believe they come out of the woodwork and they even trash you for asking the question. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they'll talk to you for 45 minutes in a private message and then trash you online for everything right. that you said in your private message. You know, um, it's it's even happened to me recently. I mean, I'm none of us are, are uh, immune. No. I misinterpreted someone's um, sense of humor. And I included them on a meme and you know who you are. And I, I apologize for offending you. I just thought you had a stouter sense of humor. I was, I was wrong. It wasn't terrible, 
Um, but I don't want, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but I, I do try to share memes because I have a very dark sense of humor. And if I find my people, that's more memes for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but I mean, none of us are, are exempt is what no. I'm trying to say. You know, you, you say the wrong thing, one word, one idea, and man, they're just down your throat. Yeah. So and how do we. It seems to be, it always seems to be a, a, a specific group of people that feel like they actually uh, have the right to correct other people. Mm -hmm. Um to the extent that it doesn't become a, uh, hey, let me share a thought with you and maybe this might help you. Or maybe, you know, if you open up your mind and heart to this particular idea, maybe you won't do this this way. But usually it's not like that. It, it becomes an attack. Mm hmm and they bring along an army of their, you know, their followers. And I just, even though I am one of those people just reading this, like what on God's green earth is going mm -hmm. on? And then I'm like talking to myself, the shade, mm -hmm. no kidding. What else? And just keep I know. Can we pause just for a moment to sip the tea? Because holy cow. I know. Mm. I'm like, who? Shoo. And sometimes it happens that you know both people and you adore both yes. of them. And somehow they're locking horns over some concept. And really, if we just step back a little, just step back a little and be a little bit more mindful of how we present ourselves socially, it seems that the majority of us are just walking bruises. Yeah. And no matter no matter what intention the original poster had, for some reason, it just sets them off and they're going for blood. Over what? Yeah. Over a concept? How am I supposed to have a conversation with you if you're arguing over a word I used rather than us discussing the actual concept? And I truly believe that you can still remain friendly with other people and even social media friendly. Mm -hmm. Um if you just agree to disagree, okay, mm -hmm. that's your that's your way of dealing with this concept. That's your idea, and this is my idea. I had that happen uh, many months ago, but myself and a colleague, I had posted some things. This particular colleague felt that it was just horrible, and mm -hmm. it was uh, against everything she believed in in grooming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. While I felt as though I felt the opposite. Mm -hmm. um, and we kind of went toe to toe a little. And then I just backed off and I said that to me, this is not worth getting nasty and losing a colleague that I'm going to see in other places at venues mm -hmm. or not. And I don't want to have that kind of relationship. I don't want to have that vendetta that mm -hmm. is out to get that person or that person has a vendetta against me. Mm -hmm. I was just like, Hey, listen, we'll just agree to disagree. And that's it. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I think that we have to kind of start to be a little bit more gracious in our mm -hmm. ability to accept that other people are not always going to do everything the way we think they should be doing them. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. Uh, I have to allow, uh, I teach a wide range of personalities, like a really wide range of, and you do too. And you have to be, you have to be open to the possibility that everything in life is a spectrum. We talk about that in terms of gender or in terms of whatever, but truly everything. And this includes how we approach grooming. There's always going to be a place for the person who does those show trims. There's yeah. always going to be a place for people who just have a shave down service. Now, even though we know shaving certain coats down, you know, backwards or whatever is terrible uh, in, a, on, in a basic sense, that service is actually quite necessary for a faction of the population and a faction of the grooming uh, industry itself. Now, would I love to have those shave down services at least know the basic science of skin so they could do it safely and more healthily? Absolutely. And that's my goal. There's always going to be clients who need their dog shaved down for whatever reason. You know, why can't we be as educated as possible and do it in the safest way possible? Right. Always offer some sort of take home spray or whatever to help that skin restore its oils. Um, I don't hate a shave down groomer. I love them. They're doing their very best for the dogs that really, really need them. I don't hate the show groomer you know, for being at that level. They worked really, really hard right. to get there. The competition people are just outrageously talented. And it takes a really long time to learn how to do that and get really good at it. Uh, they sacrifice learning some breed trims and other ways of grooming because they're so focused on winning and being that champion. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. They're allowed to pursue that that challenge, that that, you know, that need for beauty and to get their styles correct. That's amazing. Very talented work. The shave down groomer can be very talented as well. Absolutely, it's just a different yeah. focus. Like I, myself, I concentrate mostly on therapeutics. I really believe the skin comes first, but that's my niche. That's where I'm coming from. You know, to me, skin comes first, hair comes later, but to a show groomer, an exhibition groomer, that hair's everything. That's everything they need for what they do. So even though our focuses are different and we use different products for each dog because we want a different uh, outcome, either a crisper coat or a darker coat or a fuller coat or whatever, whatever, there has to be understanding for each portion of the spectrum of grooming. You know, right, some people right. are really moving into grooming rabbits and pocket pets and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I think that's amazing. There are so many pets like that in America alone not even considering all over the world, all the exotics uh, that people care for. Normally, if you have an exotic pet, you have to be the one to figure out how to groom it and how to tend to it because there's not a lot of information available on grooming an exotic or a pocket pet. Uh, Angie Coates is a forerunner uh, in that part of our industry by uh, opening up her rabbit certification courses, which I think is amazing. I think and she's her also, book. she has yeah, the, the quintessential rabbit as well. Yeah. And she's also planning, I believe, on coming out with a ferret and a guinea pig oh, either section fantastic. or another book on those. Right. And they really need a lot of people have ferrets. A lot of people have. Oh, yeah. Pigs. So if you really think about it. Grooming is a spectrum and we need to respect what every single portion of our industry has. That way we can identify where we need the most education. Yes. I think that show and exhibition groomers probably need more education on skin. I think that shave down groomers probably need a little bit more education about coat. 
Right. You know what I mean? And I think that there are things that we're keeping from one another just because we're saying, oh, well, I don't do things like that. Well, why not? Right. And if you don't do things like that, did you already try it and not like it? You know what I mean? Did you try it and not like it? Or do you just hate it from afar? Right. At least explore it. Like, uh, as an example, mobile grooming. Hated it. I've tried it yeah. twice in my groom. Hated it. Hated me it. Me too. Uh, it's not, How, my, not but, my cup of tea. Don't lock me in a box. <laughs> yeah. All those mobile groomers who make it their life's business and love doing yeah. mobile, you have all of my respect. Yep. That's another piece of the spectrum of grooming. They have a specific way they need to groom to make their money. They need to use their products differently than a brick and mortar because they don't have the water access that we do. Uh, so if you think about it, think of every aspect of how people groom in home, mobile, uh, you know, self washes, all in everything in between. So we have to learn that not everything looks like we think it does. Our first impression right. isn't always abuse. However, I I do want to I do want to approach the topic a little bit about abuse on videos. Let's talk about that just for a moment. I don't want to dwell on it because that's not what all this is about. Right. If you see abuse, if you see someone punching a dog in the face, kicking a dog into a kennel, uh, choking it out. Um, smacking it with the clipper, yelling at it, uh, jerking it around the table. That is abuse. And that should be reported, period. That should be reported. Not only should it be reported, but it should be stopped. Exactly. I don't care if it's an owner. I don't care if it's a colleague. I don't care if you've only been there two days. If you see someone hitting a dog, pack your things, report it to animal control and to the law and leave and go somewhere where they don't beat dogs. That is the bottom line of that. Don't be afraid of losing your uh, your job, groomer. I'm telling you, there are a trillion shops out there oh that are gosh, looking yeah. for a groomer. Yeah. You can find one where they don't beat the dogs down. Uh, so that's all I'm going to say uh, about that. Day, there are a multitude of grooming positions open and available. Mm -hmm. So uh, mm -hmm. even in the smallest towns, mm -hmm. there yeah. is... There's such a deficit in our industry of groomers mm -hmm. um, that it is it, it should not be a struggle to find somewhere to go that fits your, um, uh, you know, what your philosophies are on grooming. Mm -hmm. So you should be able to find somewhere. If that's what's going on, then, yeah, you need to mm -hmm. uh, take yourself out of that particular scenario mm -hmm. so that you're not a part of that. Yeah. And if you don't speak up for those dogs, then you're compliant. You're, yeah, you're, you're just as guilty. You have to say something, um, at least bring it to uh, the grooming industry's attention. Cause as you see, we can, we will gather around an abuser yeah. hard quickly, quickly and make at least at the very least make people aware in that area that they should not frequent that salon. Well, it's a known abusive my, situation. Here, here's my take on that. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, you have an animal who is an innocent in the entire situation. I liken mm -hmm. them to small children. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you have a human being who is, for some reason, very acutely frustrated 
whether right. they are frustrated with themselves in a, it may be a personal issue, personal problem. It may mm -hmm. be a professional issue um, or professional problems that they are having, but they are taking that frustration and anger um, out on that animal in that moment because they need something to, that's going to make them feel like they are better. Mm -hmm. So uh, like a tea kettle that has to just let out that steam. Well, I think a lot of times they don't feel like they have any power. Well, that's what I was going to say. And so they grasp at that power. It's a false power by right. having control over an innocent being. Right. You'd no sooner slap a, you know, a Down syndrome three-year-old. Right. I mean, that's, that's kind of what dogs are. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're I mean, sweet and loving and they have the mentality of a three-year-old. How are you beating down children on a regular basis? Not, and even if the dog is not sweet and loving in that moment, I actually had a groom the other day. My student was uh, booked a groom with a Yorkie that I have worked on for a several times uh, mm -hmm. over the past two years. Um, he is a two-year-old unneutered male uh, Yorkie who is absolutely adorable, weighs about eight pounds, and mm -hmm. he turns into Cujo as yeah. soon as any instrument is placed near him, mm -hmm. especially face and feet legs areas. So much so that he could frustrate the Dalai Lama. I mean, yeah. you know, what I, like it doesn't matter. He is very, very frustrating to groom. Mm -hmm. um, and so my student was having a mental breakdown, seeing this on her schedule, having not worked with that type of dog yet. Yeah. So she already was approaching it with frustration, with fear. Sure. With yeah. all of that stuff. So I actually had a former student start the haircut, had the, the newer student do the do the bath, the blow dry, all that, and then had the, the former student who was still under a year of grooming work with him a little bit and start the haircut. And then I had them observe when I finished the actual haircut and did the, the haircut. Mm -hmm. We had to put a muzzle on, which I do not particularly care to use. But he not only would injure me mm -hmm. without impunity, he does mm -hmm. not care. Mm -hmm. um, he could also injure himself. Absolutely. Yeah, I talk a, a huge game about try to do it muzzle free. Right. And I don't use treats. I don't use muzzles. But that is me. Uh, I right. always amend that at the end with if you don't feel safe, absolutely use a muzzle uh, for the shortest amount of time possible right. so the dog doesn't have to just stand there during the whole groom with the muzzle on however exactly. there are animals that need that yeah but yes i agree completely with you be safe be mindful be right. calm and that's what i and that's why i had them observe put that mm. muzzle on finish the legs he was fine for his body you know mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. And he was fine for his bath and blow dry as long as you were not touching his face. Right. Um, and then so we finished legs with the muzzle, 
finish the feet with the muzzle on, which, mm -hmm. I mean, he's a small dog, did not take that much time. Sure. Kept the muzzle on and combed out the hair from around the actual muzzle portion so I could scissor and you can get to the head. Give all it a shape, stuff. right. Yes, to try. Took the muzzle off. We could not even finish combing the beard. Took him up front and talked to the owner. And the owner was shocked and appalled that we had to use a muzzle mm -hmm. and was never was told that this dog uh, had bitten before and had oh. these issues. And I said to her, have you tried to comb his face or wash his face? And she looked at me and literally said, oh, yeah, he bites me. <laughs> no, it's like, well, shocked. Why? Yes, shocked. shocked that we as groomers could not do that. You know, right. he's been coming there. Shocking. So I have always been the instructor and the groomer has always taken the dog up. This is the first time I've ever met with the owner. Mm -hmm. And so it's very important that when we are doing these things that we are not saying, oh, he was perfect angel. Here's your little sweetie pie back. Yeah, gotta be careful. Great. We need to say things to the owner and we need to say things to each other in that grooming environment. Mm -hmm. This is why I have to groom him this way. There are groomers that will be like, never put a muzzle. I don't care what happens. You should never do that, whatever. But this mm -hmm. is my plight and this is why I'm doing this. Instead Absolutely. of fighting, I wasn't mad at the owner. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to fight with her. I didn't want to get into an argument. I'm just going to say, hey, this is what's going on. And that's the same thing with the other groomers when they're like, mm -hmm. oh, you shouldn't have muzzled him. You should have done this or you should have done that. But in that moment, you weren't the one grooming the dog. Mm -hmm. And um, and like I said, I've instructed students with this particular dog before. Mm -hmm. And so he's very typical of that um, mm -hmm. neurotic kind of almost like out mm -hmm. of control behavior where he gets that anxiety yeah. loop that anything that comes out his face and his sure. face, he's going to attack with all his might. Yeah. I had an interaction with a veterinarian one time. Uh, I was in there doing my consultation while he was finishing up um, on his patient. And I noticed, and it's vague now because it was so long ago. It's a vague story. But I remember something that I said to him and the look on his face when I said it. Um, I wanted to ask, uh, I asked him, well, aren't you going to address that behavior of the dog? And he's like, no, no, that's not really my call, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but it's something so simple. Do, you know, you know the answers to those behavioral problems. You know, you could mention it to her. And he's like, well, you know, I could, but then that would open up to this and this and this. I'm like. These people, whether you're whether you're a veterinarian or a groomer or any other service-based thing, the people that come to get your services are purchasing your professional opinion. They're not purchasing your lies. They're not purchasing your downplay of how their dog acts. They, they're purchasing the truth, your professional opinion. If the dog is having a hard time, that needs to be conveyed to the owner. And nine times out of 10, when you get a dog on your table that is so tool shy that you have to muzzle it because anything coming at them, they're reactive. Right. Nine times out of 10, they've been muzzled and forced through the, the whole uh, situation, forced through the whole session, forced to do the feet, forced to do the face, forced to do the anal glands, forced to do the bath. This is this dog's reality. Every single time it comes in to be groomed. There, there are ways to mitigate that and make that dog have a better quality of life at the groomers. 
there are courses that we offer, both Melissa and I offer. Oh, yeah. That absolutely can help you calm yourself, be more mindful, uh, and make that dog's experience at the groomer a lot more healthy and a lot more enjoyable. Um, let's get back on track because I know we're, we're going off on a tangent. I can feel Yeah, it. I know. Well, <laughs> so. I'm, I'm actually, while you were, while you were talking, while you were tangenting on, mm -hmm. on your end, I'm actually looking up, uh, most of us that are on, um, uh, social media, we don't really have any etiquette. We don't understand, um, that just like if you were meeting personally face to face, mm -hmm. you know, um, you should, you should have some kind of etiquette. You should have some, something that you kind of follow that is, uh, you know, we, we just hide behind the screen and we get to say things mm -hmm. to people that we would never say face to face. Most of right. us, you know, and the way I handle like, that is anytime you interact in social media, anytime you post a video or an idea, or how you're grooming or your thoughts, you know, you do open yourself up to criticism, good and bad. You know, you, you are inviting the world right. into your space to tell you things that maybe you don't want to hear. So you do have to be careful of what you put online. Absolutely. You have to be responsible. And when you do put it online, you then become responsible for it. So if there are uh, pushbacks or whatever, you should address them in a calm, dignified manner. And the way that you can do that is learn the Oxford rules of debate. I can't stress this enough. When you, if you've gone to debate class, you understand right. this completely because, um, uh, and just a little piece of it, when you debate someone in a debate setting and they give you a topic, it's not a topic that you love. You may not even believe it, but you're said, okay, you're going to be pro and you're going to be against. And then they assign that right. to you and you have to find all the good things in this thing that you don't believe to argue your case. It's like preliminarily being an attorney. Debate is very important in uh, the attorney world. However, and what debating does. Between a debate and a fight. Yes. So debating will teach you that it's both of you in the conversation against the topic, not you against each other. Each and I other. think that's the that's most important fighting. distinction. Yes. You are discussing an issue. You are not in combat with a sword and a shield getting ready to smite your foe. Because at the end of the day, both of you are still going to be groomers. You're still going to be grooming. However, you've left a legacy online for everybody to look at. And maybe you didn't act so nice. Don't be snarky. Try not to be snarky. Wish them well, even when they're bashing you and saying mean things and calling you names. None of that actually matters. What matters is how all the thousands of others who are watching see your grace. Mm -hmm. If you can give grace in the face of adversity, that says much more about your character than anything you could have said fighting. So, uh, sure, maybe you shouldn't have posted that video or you shouldn't have posted that comment or whatever. However, once you do, own it. Own it and be professional. And if you've made a mistake, say so. Give the other person grace, even when they're not giving you any. 
if I they're guess. calling you names and carrying on, just say, you know what? I wish you well. I wish you well and move on and just don't don't interact with that particular person. You'll find that a bunch of other people will come to your aid as long as you're not being snarky, as long as you're not lying, as long as you're not putting people down for no reason. And sometimes it's hard because you're frustrated, you're angry, you feel attacked. So your natural go-to is to attack back. How If you just take a moment, take your 10 breaths, before you start on that keyboard again, you warrior, <laughs> uh, just take a breath and formulate your response so that it's professional. Your heart is in the right place and it's said in a loving educational way. I think that is going to be the best thing for all of us moving forward, especially when it's colleagues that you love and they're in a certain level and they shouldn't be arguing like that. There's no reason for it. Well, you know, how does it look to the rest of the industry when we have people that are looked at as the pinnacle, uh, you know, the, the pinnacle of the industry? Like right. they are they are the the grooming superstars. They are the well-known names. They mm -hmm. are the grooming celebrities. Mm -hmm. And then we have them acting in such a way that is. Um, almost defeating mm -hmm. uh, where they are um, just really showing that they don't have a lot of empathy for their fellow uh, groomer or their colleagues. Mm -hmm. um, and I find that to be very um, disarming to myself. Like I, that sure. upsets me very much. Mm -hmm. um, and, and there, believe me, there are plenty of people in the industry that I do not agree with or may not feel like they are in my corner or, you know, that I consider them somebody that I am, oh, I'm friends with them and that we align with our ideas and our mm -hmm. ideals. Um, but I would make make sure that I would step back and think about before I would say something, especially in a public forum. Absolutely. If you've got something to say and it's maybe not going to be nice or you don't know how to say it nice, uh, direct messaging is probably the best route for right. you. Do not address it where the students are, are watching. Don't argue in front of the children. Yeah. Holy cow. That is so unprofessional. You know, yeah. we're having a hard enough time being professional and real in this world. This industry is fighting so hard to be recognized as real and responsible and 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 all the things, you know, um, we we really can't afford to be arguing like no. this. Uh, it's not becoming of us. No, and, um, and I realize that sometimes you can get into a real beef with someone. And oh, yeah, that's OK. However. Always take the high road if you can. And if you can't, cease interaction with that person. That's really all you can do. And that's the most grown-up thing to do. It's not going to help fighting it out and carrying on. And all you do is bring it down a notch, down a notch, down a notch. In owner's eyes and veterinarian's eyes and trainer's eyes. You know, oh, they got to get their shit together. Look at them. There's so much infighting. We can't get any new members. We need new groomers really, really bad. And can you imagine being an unsure, insecure new groomer and seeing your idols fight? That's yeah. rather disheartening. I don't think that I would pursue a career if that's what I have to look forward to when I finally get my laurels. 
I'm just I'm just trying to get my vocabulary correct here. But I mean, we're talking we're we're being facetious when we're saying, you know, groomer fight club. But if you've actually seen Fight Club and you understand what that movie is about, it's a social commentary. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so um, what I was getting getting to with my tangent about mm-hmm. being in that frustration zone and being frustrated and, mm-hmm. and all that is literally that. Um, that it is, uh, we have our own culture as groomers. We have our own social commentary that we put out there, okay? Um, And so uh, what are we, what are we trying to do with this? What are we, we have this forum and what are we trying to do with it? We're, we are creating this fight club where we're going in and saying, oh, well, this is, this is what we do. We have beefs with one another, and we have uh, we have these uh, these verbal boxing matches. You know, mm-hmm. like I mean, we're going at it like Spartans in a lot of these. No. and sometimes it's so ugly to watch. Ugly, yeah. It's like wow, no, no, no. And so Choose other love. people, right? <laughs> other people are watching and reading these things. How does that reflect? onto the new groomer, the young groomer, or the groomer that doesn't quite like step out of their box or mm-hmm. might be thinking about becoming a, um, a creative groomer, might be thinking about becoming a uh, competition groomer, or mm-hmm. might want to know about skin and coat, or might want to know about having their own mobile business or, right. but now this is what they're seeing from the heads of, of this industry, mm-hmm. of these this these people that seem to command the most time and mm-hmm. the most ability uh to uh to have an audience mm-hmm. and then this is what we're showing them mm-hmm. that to well, me is uh, i find that the most upsetting like mm-hmm. you said you're literally fighting in front of the children and you're making people say you know what maybe i don't want to maybe i don't that. want this yeah i don't want to spend the next 10 15 20 years building my career only to be have to fight my way through it at the end right or at the beginning uh, this isn't just for seasoned uh groomers who have no. a following and your following shouldn't be an army if your followers are yelling yes. and participating at someone they think slighted you, you need to tell them to calm down because it's right. not about this. It's about education. I love all your followers, Melissa, even if they're not following me. And I know you love all my followers, <laughs> even if they're not following you, because you care about educating these people so that when we're old and decrepit, we still don't have to do 20 dogs a day. Right. We have to make more of us. And if we're making more of us, why not make more of us through love yes. instead of all these arguments? There's a space for everyone. There's a space for everyone. And you know what? Maybe we do post something in a video or post a statement online and maybe we made a mistake. Right. Wouldn't If that's you personally, wouldn't you want a little bit of grace put yeah. your way? Instead of just tearing into them like, oh, oh, I found somebody that did something so egregious. Unless you're actually physically abusing a dog, there is something to be learned from every faux pas, every mistake that you make. Even if you make it publicly, that's not the end of everything. 
It is, however, a very good learning experience. And you're like, okay, now I learned from this. And then you move on. If you own it and give everybody grace, even if they're yelling at you and you keep doing you, you're going to get through it. Well, I tend to think that we, very good point, Michelle. And I tend to think that we'll go back again to our, uh, to our slight rant about the abuse of animals and Mm -hmm. that it's a power thing. So is that big giant drawn out fight Mm -hmm. on social media. That is Mm -hmm. a power grab. It's a power struggle. Yeah. Yeah. It's a power between insecure people, people, people (laughs) that, you know, are, are, that is what makes them, or at least they feel like that that's what makes them who they are. Mm -hmm. While I'm a hundred percent there for you, I will show up to have someone defend their name, defend Mm -hmm. their reputation. Mm -hmm. Um, Those things, yes, are very important, but how are you defending it? Mm -hmm. And what are you putting out there? Because if your reputation is that well-maintained, you are not having groomer fight club on right. a regular basis. There are particular people that, I mean, every time I over and out, over and over. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm like, holy cow. You're like, you're wrong. You're stupid. Uh, I hate you. Everybody else should hate you too. You're, you're hurting dogs. You're a terrible yep. person. <laughs> Just stop. Yeah. I mean, no one needs my fair share of people just that want to just poke me to see a response. Oh gosh. Um, You get your more than your fair share, baby. I know you really do this all the time. I really do. You know what? It is what it is. I don't know what I did. You're so sweet. I I was just a total ruinous woman. That was like, (laughs) I can't imagine. But anyway, <laughs> I get people that do it all the time, whether they attack me because I breed, whether right. they attack me because I um I'm a holistic groomer, whether mm. they attack or that me you like essential oils exactly. or just pick something because your glasses are pointy. Exactly. Frick, I mean, they'll if find I, anything. If I, I stood next to them too closely, some people would be like, You're in my personal space. Why are you breathing on me? <laughs> Um, ma'am, this is a video, but I can see you breathing. Yeah. <laughs> it's we laugh about it, but it is so true. It's but it hurts. So- I'm gonna, yeah, and it's painful to have yeah. to defend your your the things that you believe in. But you right. know, if they're worth believing in, they're worth fighting for. But they are my my job is not to beat you into submission to believe what I believe. Correct. Yes. My job is to be an example, a good example of Mm -hmm. my philosophies and other people will see that and be like, Hey, I like that idea. Mm -hmm. I think I want to do that or follow that philosophy and then be even better than I am. Absolutely. Go one better. Do you yeah. know one up me? You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean. Yeah, my goal has always been, I'm going to teach you everything that I know, right. and then I'm going to teach you to question everything I taught yes. you. Yes. Because that's what makes you better. I'm not the end all be all of science. No. And neither is anyone else. However, I'm going to show you what I know, 
And then you are going to take that information. And when you grow and you learn and you research, you're going to add to that body of knowledge for the betterment of the entire industry. Uh, and that's something that we fight for every day. But think about the, the ramifications of that, mm -hmm. you know, rippling out. So then mm -hmm. that person does the same thing. And then that person does the same thing. And that, you know, they just keep drawing more people to it because of that positivity, because of that love, because they are not trying to prove anyone else wrong. They are just proving to themselves that this is what soothes their soul. This is where they feel at home. Now, if we take it the other way and I say, Oh, hey, oh, sorry, Juju is giving me the, <laughs> me up, mom. Um, and we do it the other way. And I beat the ever-loving tar out of you with my thought processes. And this is how you do this. And this is why we do it like this. And there is no debate. And there is no openness to question or ask why or mm -hmm. I don't understand. And there's no uh, allowable space for growth. Mm -hmm. Then they only are doing what you're doing because they're doing it out of fear. And if you look at it, there's a huge parallel between muzzling a dog and making it go through the process against its will to then talking to someone online and trying to force them to wear a muzzle so that you can be the right one. Right. So if you find yourself in that position, just know that's not healthy for you or the dogs or the people that are around you. Right. You know, that's something that you got to work on. And that may be hard to hear, but you need to hear it from somebody who loves you and loves the industry and wants to see you succeed. Because believe it or not, all these people that are having troubles, all of them want to succeed. Oh, yeah. All of them want their business to be great. All of them want their jobs to be successful and to be able to pay their mortgage and feed their children. Everybody wants that. We all want to help the dogs. So if we have that thread in common, why can't we at least start with love of dogs? And see, I love them like this. You love them like this. Right. If they're both being loved in two different ways, but it's still love, I'm not going to be upset with that. Everybody has their own techniques. Everybody has their own way to approach that. As long as it's within the realm of how the skin processes, you're hard pressed to make any mistakes. You're, you're going to be fine. As long as you love the dog, you continue your education and you be sweet and nice and gracious to people who maybe need it that day. Yeah. There's a Bible verse that actually says something like that, isn't there? Mm -hmm. Those who need love, need love the most, or those who deserve love least need it the most. That's most. it. Yeah. Those who deserve love the least need it the most. So if you see someone struggling, give them grace. This world is a powder keg getting ready to explode in a lot of really different ways all yeah. over the world. People are dealing with stresses that, that we didn't have to deal with even five years ago. So everybody is, is scared. Everybody is unsure of their future. Everybody is unsure of what's going on, what's going to happen, what's going to happen. The foundation of love will carry us all through it. If we can love each other through it, I think that will win the day. If you see somebody struggling, give them grace. If you see a client maybe not communicating very well, it's their first time or you're having an altercation, don't be upset with them. Give them grace. They will remember your grace. Well, I tell my students on a regular basis, don't take everything so personally. 
Right. A lot of times it's not really truly about you. It's, right. It, it is a mirror. It's about the person losing their crap. <laughs> right. It is that person is 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 transferring. Oh my gosh, Juju, I'm gonna muzzle you right now. <laughs> she won't stop kissing me. She can't control She's her crazy, labor. Though. <laughs> so you know, if when we step, when we take ourselves out of the equation, our our um, our emotions mm -hmm. out of the equation, and we replace that with some empathy. Yeah. And we say, okay, I realize now, obviously you can defend yourself if someone mm -hmm. is being in particularly harsh to you mm -hmm. and you yeah, lay your facts out, do right. it in a professional exactly. way and, and, you know, claim and let it be, let, let your philosophy speak for itself. After you've said right. your piece, just leave it. You don't need the last word. Right. The thousands of people who are watching will see that you've given that person grace. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that's really, truly what it should be about. It, it shouldn't be about fighting to be the right one. I personally don't care if you think I'm right or you think I'm wrong because Agreed. I'm the only one that has to get up and take care of my dogs and take mm -hmm. care of my house and take care of everything that goes on in my life because mm -hmm. it's my life. Mm -hmm. When I'm relying on other people to do those things for me, then I have to care. Right. Um, but at this point, uh, after how old am I? 57. Uh, We're 56 this year, Melissa. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Or, I'll be 57. Um, Next year. <laughs> but Oh, Oh, you want to go toe to toe over it? I know. Let's go. Listen here, I'm trying to make myself older. So people say, damn, she looks good for that age. Uh, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You get to be 90 and you're right. still grooming and doing this. Okay. Seriously though. I, I mean, I just, I just don't care what anybody else thinks anymore. I mean, sometimes sure. it does hurt when people make hurtful statements about me or even to me michelle's mm -hmm. been there when people will just come up Holy and cow. have yeah. the urge to say mean things but i really i don't i don't really care i've stopped caring i spent such a huge amount of my younger life mm -hmm. making my entire life predicated of, upon what someone else thought of me Right. And what their opinion was going to be if I decided to do this or if I decided to do that or if I wore fake lashes or if I had a hair, you know, wore a wig or a hair piece or my nails were too long or they were too short or I was too fat or, or too blah, skinny. blah, blah, whatever. Right. Yeah. All the things. Now, I mm. really don't care. It doesn't matter what what I do care are those that come to me with sincerity that want to understand or at least know mm -hmm. what my mission is, what my philosophy is, why I do the things that I do, and whether or not they might be interested in, in changing up what they've been doing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and kind of getting on the bus with me and the rest of my weirdos. Absolutely. I love your weirdos. Yeah, me too. And mm -hmm. and that's the thing is that I think sometimes we're trying to force people on our bus. 
Right. You know? Yes. Yes. You know, and I have to say I'm human as well. I have made my fair share of mistakes in social media and this, that, and the other. I'm human like everybody else. But you learn from that. You learn from that. And even though I will go toe-to-toe with someone, I'll do it in a respectful manner in which I give them grace at the end, whether they agree with me or not. I will have said my piece. Uh, And it took me a long time to learn how to do that because I'm very sensitive myself. I'm I'm not a rock. Yeah, you know, I I'm not a stone. I absolutely have feelings. I'm a groomer, <laughs> so you know I'm not immune to people hurling insults at me. But now I can I can take them with a little bit more grace, and I really do think that is the word of the day. Um, learning how not to let others affect your water is probably yeah. the most important lesson that you'll learn because once you gain control over your own water like that. You are capable of so much love. You are capable of so much compassion and understanding, but it takes time to cultivate that. Lord knows I'm still trying to cultivate that, but we're getting better. The more we practice, the better we get. Uh, and if we practice giving other other people grace and understanding, even in the midst of their, of their tantrum or whatever it is that you're going through, give them grace. You know, there are people that I, I don't particularly... Love a whole lot in the grooming industry, but that's people, you know, I'm sure there's a, uh, quite a few people that I'm not their cup of tea, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. I still love them. It's still okay to not like my philosophy or what I teach or me or whoever. It doesn't matter. I still, I still respect them professionally. And if I were ever to meet them in public, I would still have a kind word and I would shake their hand. And comment uh, and on their beautiful groom or whatever, whatever it is. Well, uh, and that's just part of being. Me? That's part of being one with yourself and knowing yourself and knowing, uh, learning and practicing how to be mindful uh, of your own water, of your own energy. Well, how boring would it be if everyone agreed with you? You know, you you see this with, you know, pride goes before a fall. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you see this a lot with with celebrities where they're surrounded by everyone that tells them they're phenomenal and they're great and they're wonderful all the time, all the time and everything they do and nothing is ever challenged. So how mm-hmm. do well, we and that one person will say something that disagrees and they will fall apart. Right. Because so they've built their grow. entire identity on everybody loving them. Yes. Uh, and it, it doesn't work that way. No. Your identity has to come from within you. Uh, it's not something external. You have to decide how you're going to operate in the world and how you're going to adjust to all your challenges and obstacles. And you that's where you your character them. comes you from. You have to yeah. have challenges and, and obstacles. And you have to think about how am I going to deal with this? Am mm-hmm. I going to just jump right on and just have complete and utter diarrhea of the mouth? Right. And it can on? happen. Yeah, you know, and run on and on and say all these things that I possibly may regret later because it was in the heat of the moment and I didn't let that sit and think it through. Mm -hmm. Um, Or am I going to think about, hey, maybe some of this is actually what this other person is saying kind of hits a nerve and maybe that's why I jumped so hard on it. What a good point. What a good point. Yes. Right. That that's how we grow. That's how we make changes is when somebody disrupts that water and they disrupt that soil. And sometimes we need to be uprooted. 
mm-hmm. get so set in how we're doing things, the way we're doing things that we need that in order to say, hey, you know what? Uh, I think I do need to change this a little bit. Or <laughs> we're so set in that way that we're like, oh, I'll never, I've been doing it this way for 50 years, so I'll right. never change it. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you need to take that minute to uh, think about it, you know, ruminate over whatever it is that is, why is this setting me off so much? Right, yeah. If you are triggered, right. if you are offended, that's a bruise that you're going to have to to explore in your own head on your right. own time. Uh, somebody called me mean a while ago. <laughs> I love it. said that I was me. <laughs> and you know what? I was really upset. I'm like, I am not mean. I love everyone. Like, I really, really care about groomers. I love you. Even though you, if you hate my guts, I love you. If you groom, if you love dogs, I love you. It doesn't matter. Nothing will change my mind. And I you thought about it. I talked to my husband. Person, though. You have a tone very, very much like I call Mary Aquendo mother superior because. Yeah. It, you're just very factual. I'm very and, abrupt. Yeah. I'm very abrupt. Yeah. it's I'm a bullet point type of person. Yes. That doesn't mean I don't love you. I just don't have any extra soft in words. I'm not my, I wasn't trained that way in my childhood. Right. Okay. That just, it's where it comes from. It's trauma. Everybody has trauma, <laughs> but I'm just, I'm very abrupt. I'm very to the point and I'm looking for that next answer. Uh, I've got a researcher's mind. And I just, I'm looking for that next answer. And then I'll go on to the next bullet point. And sometimes that can be interpreted as mean or uncaring. And until I explored that and told my husband, I'm like, my feelings are all hurt. Cause she said I was mean. <laughs> you know, and he's like, well, um, were you mean? And I had to think about it. I'm like, maybe <laughs> I was. <laughs> maybe I need to learn some softer words. She, yeah. I need to grow. <laughs> And that was years ago, but I, that always stuck with me. So when it does affect you like that, when you feel all your fur ruffling up on your back and your neck, instead of responding, since it is a social media page and you could respond whenever you feel like it, instead of responding immediately, take your 10 breaths, maybe type out what you want to say and read it back to yourself and see if that's something you want to put out in the universe. Right. <laughs> Just be careful. No, when I, we're in front of someone and we don't know them that well, maybe they're acquaintance, maybe they, you want them as a business contact because they're going to do something for you later on. How do you treat them? You, retreat, retreat, you treat them with the utmost respect, uh, like they're a very good friend, like you, you are trustworthy to them. That's how you want to be with each other. That's how I want to be with all of my grooming colleagues. You know, yes, we're going to fight about some some details. Yeah, we're going to fight about philosophy. But at the end of the day, we all get to touch dogs and we all love dogs. And for that, you're my friend. And I can overlook a lot of different style issues, style and technique differences. That's fine. At the end, is the dog clean? Is it happy? You know, and have you cared for it to the best of your ability? At the end of the day, if you fulfilled all those things, I don't care what shampoo you use. I don't care what foot you start with when you're doing nails. I don't care about any of that. Um, As long as those three things are fulfilled, you've done your job. As far as I'm concerned, you know, you're doing good. You're doing good and you're getting better every day. So. I I wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah. 
So we just felt like this is something that needed to be discussed and maybe we'll revisit it again because Lord knows I know this one podcast with our, our small inkling of followers is not yeah. going to change the world. It may, it may, I don't know. You never, uh, don't but, put that uh, energy out there. You never know. That's true. That's Aaron true. Erin may take up her, her banner and, and just put it out there. Erin will buy us scathing mugs exactly. to show you. And you will she understand. Will. <laughs> <laughs> she will put us on billboards with this message. That's right. That's it. right. Absolutely. <laughs> so just remember, um, Sometimes it's not about being right. It's about giving grace. Yeah, absolutely. And with that. Absolutely. Let's take a sip uh, to relax after our ordeal. Yeah, that was an emotional one. Yeah, it's really near and dear to our hearts. Um, groomers on social media, we love you. We love you yes. so much and we want it to be better. Try, try to be open-minded. Try to give grace. Uh, try to see the people at the other end of the keyboard as who they are. People. They're human. Um, so maybe we could just love everybody through this. And may our next sip be just as delicious as our last. Thank you for tuning in. And we will see you next week. Bye.